though. Video is in Did the you? picture. Man, he's a hard Video stuff. is in the a white, picture. A white you, but I don't know why, but UK men's always have a sick flow. You ever take it in, like the UK drill? Mm-hmm. Like their, flow, like their, their flow. flow is hard. Like show is stiffly cool. Exactly. It sounds hard. It does. That's, just like, they just crazy. They, they, I like they add like period to every word. Every word has a period at the end of it. Yeah. It's like every Full period. Poo. Full stop. Yeah. Episode one thirty three, man, bro. Episode one thirty three. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, hello, Another hello. episode of the True North Views podcast. Episode one thirty three. We are Toronto's official, unofficial podcast discussing sure. hip-hop, R&B, and the culture. Uh, definitely with an emphasis, I said I was going to try this last week, definitely with an emphasis on new music reviews. You did it's your boy Harris, and it does, it still flows, it still it flows. Mm-hmm. It's your boy Harris here. Dill Dot. <laughs> That's it today. I, y'all know me. Skirt Master, Mr. Triple Double himself, zero assist. Stealing 70 mil from the TTC. You can call me just Shola. And as usual, we are giving you our views from the perspective of a few first generation Canadians. Wavy baby. You already know what it is. Let's let the people know where they can follow us, of course, at True North Views on Twitter, on Instagram, and on YouTube. Of course, on YouTube, you will find our full episodic experience, audio and visual. Please check that out. Subscribe, rate, comment, tell whoever you got to tell about that. Uh, let's get that YouTube telephone, going. Telephone, telephone, Definitely telephone. see the views going up. So we appreciate you guys Tuesday. that have been tuning in via the YouTube. And I guess it creates for a more immersive experience some would say Uh, on our instagram what you will find is 60 second sound bites for the week from the respective episode from the week i should say um different topics of conversation music reviews is is a big part of that of course um or even just conversations where the artists themselves that we're speaking about participate in the conversation (laughs) so you know salute to jim jones Uh, we posted jim jones a 60 second sound bite just uh sort of talking about you know command he, him commanding that respect to his legacy late in his career um had some great things to say about that and he listened to it and and, and saluted us so you know definitely salute to him shout out to jim because um, he's very well deserving of of all praise um and on top of that of course we do our 30 second random randomized soundbite uh, from uh, an app that won't be named um, because there's no sponsorship be involved. And we'll sponsor us and we will start singing. And I should take them out the caption. Oh, yeah. Is that automatic in the caption? No. Uh, I, uh, I typed that. Could, when you were thinking that they were, you know... <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they, liked they, were, one. they liked one. Yeah, just one. There's <laughs> <laughs> a like, like, we want to repost or something. Like, put us in your story. Real shit. Like, like, something, give us something everyone Yeah, no, they only liked one. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, we do that random 30-second 30, uh, 30 soundbite from anywhere in the episode, not hand-selected. And, of course, the idea there is no matter where you pick up on listening to the True North Views podcast, you're going to be listening to some fire. So, Straight please, flames. check out our Instagram and go ahead, follow repost us post us on your story um all those kind of things man we, we definitely appreciate it uh and of course on our twitter which i'm trying to be a little bit more active with um you will find random liking random tweeting tweet, tweet. random retweeting tweet, hashtag tweet. of the day topic of the day hashtag whatever of the day. it may be meme of the, of the day. day uh just know that 
Right now, kind of, but a thousand hundred billion percent likely. A when thousand hundred yeah, Exactly, exactly. <laughs> thousand hundred the ad billion. True North View's Twitter account tweet has been posted Shit. while I was. Medicating. How many zeros is that? It's a lot. A lot. It's a lot. <laughs> Meditation, you see, is very important. Teaches us two things. Teaches us awareness and acceptance. The third shouldn't be optional part of that is action if you can get those three things down you figure out the keys to life you know what i'm saying uh we're giving you keys to life on the trinity podcast so life. let's keys to the get started pre free <laughs> how was your week why are we all tired today what is going on i think it's just the, the season man yeah. it's like it's so draining you know what it is we're and close like the to lockdown. the solstice Mm. That, that's what that's all of it the lockdown close to the winter solstice the it's weather like is just spiritually physically draining like i didn't do anything this morning i just woke up like i went to bed at a fair time it's just i knocked the out. whole day has just been like i was supposed to go to um a socially responsible uh strip club what does that mean i'm not gonna expound, expound. you gotta expound <laughs> i'm not gonna expound <laughs> I'm just going to say I was supposed to be throwing some woods. Okay. And uh, I instead uh, took the edible that I spoke to. And uh, again, it hasn't been getting me frizzy frizzy. It just has been getting me tired. Sleepy sleepy. Mm. So 1038, I'm tired. I'm groggy. Had a little second win. Caught a look at McDonald's, you know, McFlurry. (laughs) Um, Things along those lines. And then it was like 1202. Knockout. Jeez. Yeah. It was a wrap. Shit. That was a wrap. Saying. And then I woke up today. Pretty much. And we're here. <laughs> and we here. Well rested. Live and direct. I watched, um, you guys watched that Quincy Quincy Jones documentary on uh, Netflix? The Seven Parter? No, it's just I've... like, it's like a two hours, like a two hour no. special. Is it him or is it a biopic? No, it's him. It's like documentary, like footage from like I'm pretty sure I did watch that. It's actually really fucking good. It. Rashida Jones actually um, yeah. directed it. Yeah, oh, and there's the scenes it. of her in the car. And yeah. Yes. Oh, that's crazy. Really, yeah, really fucking good. That. But like a really fucked up part is like when um when he's, he's like going to the Smithsonian of like a, a black music, mm-hmm. and he's like looking at all the people that he worked through worked with throughout the years, and they're all dead. Yeah. And he's like fuck. And he has a moment. Yeah, he's just sitting there. He's like that. you can see like his eyes are starting to tear up and shit. He's sitting in his wheelchair. He's like that's fuck. Fucked. I'm the last one here. I remember <laughs> that. I do remember that moment. And that, that yeah, that's a me. that's a great documentary. Yeah, it's a really really great. well done. I gotta watch that. I'm gonna Shout watch Rashida Jones on that it's one. Fucking great. Um for putting that together because she obviously has that uh creative eye she has other productions as well right so um no that that's a good one for sure um did i watch anything uh i'm watching the haunting of blind manor is it good it's i like i've seen people hyping it up on twitter and shit like "Eh." it's i like it's it's nothing special i'll put it that way like it's something to watch which is nothing to watch i still gotta watch the undoing the undoing yeah, or the what's it called? The undoing, the, un, the HBO Max one. What's it called? The un, the unseen, un, the unheard, unknowing. No, no idea. Something. <laughs> I think I know exactly. What you're talking about, but like, it's undoing. People man. are talking you're about it Jesus Christ! I don't know. It's but undoing. Like, goddamn it! I hate when people hype shit up on Twitter and like when I watch them, like man, it wasn't that great. But That's the, 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 one of the best shows that I just finished is called uh, Love After Lockdown. Oh, for real? Love After Lockdown. What's it? What's it's it about? about? <laughs> it's a reality. <laughs> It's a reality, it's a reality show. <laughs> it's like one of them like A and E type reality shows. So you know you're gonna get some some messed up like yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's about uh love after people have been locked up. Oh, say love after lockdown. Oh, okay, got you, got you. I thought I meant like quarantine lockdown. That's no, why I meant no. quarantine <laughs> lockdown. 
Nah, man. So you know, people people from prison finding love. Hey, shout, okay, to shout, the, shout out to them. They Everybody needs love. love. Exactly. It's, a, it's a real. It's a real. Oh, that's why I'm pissed. Yo, I put I put money on the on the on Logan Paul. So I, I use um an app to. I'm not gonna shout them out either, but um, <laughs> sponsor us and we. I use a, I use an app that I can bet place bets on. There's a there's a app there's a, a option for um. Decision, decision win for Logan Paul mm-hmm. or knockout, and then vice versa for for Nate Robinson. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Nate's not gonna fucking knock this guy. Nate's not gonna win. Period. So I, I put for a decision for Logan Paul. Cheesed. Yeah. But if I if I chose the knockout, I put thirty bucks down. I'm like, you know, let me try it out. But for the knockout, it was like you get like two hundred and fifty dollars back for, wow. from thirty bucks. Bro, I'm so pissed. Nate Robinson <laughs> ruined my day. Still, wow. if you listen to. The Rose Potpourri, where I very much said, I wouldn't be surprised if Logan Paul knocks him out. I'm, I think, and I agreed with you, like, you know what, he probably will no. still. But, fuck, I don't know why I chose for the decision. You, you just didn't think he would knock him out. Like, you're like, okay, it's like three rounds. Like, like, three rounds. He could run around a little bit. He might be able to manage. six rounds. Oh, six rounds? six? Shit. Okay. I'm like, Nate Robinson's kind of decent. He might be able to handle a couple punches. Like, that's what I was thinking. Like, he made the NBA dunk contest champion three times. Like, I'm just thinking, athleticism. He's a solid guy. Yeah, he's athletic. He can hold a couple punches. He was 181. He was pretty big. Exactly. He's he's a big guy. He's going to go for it. Nate, let me down, bro. Yeah. No, um, I put, I put big money on Logan Paul. (laughs) Just not, I did not knock out. I didn't, I don't, I don't like gambling. Just winning. Okay. We're just winning. So I knew Logan Paul was gonna win, so was he favorite to win anyway? Yeah, yeah. yeah one point five. Sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was like a that was like a that was like when Floyd faced Pacquiao and they were paying one point four for Floyd, I was like, put your house on this. Mm. Pacquiao's not win. gonna win this exactly. fight. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. take or, it when <laughs> when he's at his lowest. Or even versus versus Connor. I think Floyd was like a one three five. I was like, The house. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? That's easy money. That's what Logan Paul was, in my opinion. Um, but that's hindsight. Um Music Potpourri. I don't think there's anything else for me to mention about my week. Really, it's honestly new shit, new shit. You know, just December, Christmas time. Everyone just stay safe. Do your Christmas shop. You know how hard it's shopping lockdown? Amazon. Fuck, it's crazy. I got Amazon gifts for everybody. I got. I might start doing that. I was gonna get some gifts, and I saw like shipping date December twenty first to December twenty sixth. I was like, no, Amazon's clutch. They they they're really working for the delivery. It's like I got shit like within a couple days. I guess I guess buy some gifts. So I do have a, a shipment that I'm hoping is just um, true to ting. I won't expound on that. Don't um, worry. You don't need to say less. Let's get music proper. Yeah, music proper. <laughs> I just hope you know the time. What's the ting, bro? Time, you know music I mean? proper, man. Music proper. Po- man's man's ordering a ting. Music proper. Biowife.com. We lost the culture. Lost one, guys. What did we lose? The culture lost one. We were just skating right by. Very right now. The culture lost one, guys. The culture lost everyday struggle. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. What are we going to do? Now, I I mean, hey, listen. Well, let me first make the announcement. Academics has announced that he's leaving Complex's everyday struggle on December 17th. Uh, That will be his final appearance. And I think he said the show is going The last episode will be December 17th. I do want to. I don't have any malice. I don't want my audience or anyone else to act or react on behalf of me in terms of any negative way i do want to thank the people at complex for rocking with me and the people who believed in me i want to thank noah i want to thank you know my man chops i think they were more more instrumental in bringing me to complex i do want to thank um cornell he was very instrumental in keeping everyday struggle going on 
I okay, we're not gonna play his uh, Grammy speech. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We're just, just thanking people. But um, he said the show's going with him. Is what he said. He well, yeah. I mean, he said he's leaving the show, and essentially the show won't be continuing. So okay. that, that's ultimately what he said. So, end of everyday struggle. I mean, it's been going on for a number of years. Low key, like it caught three, it caught a better three, part. Four years? Of, no, no. Three uh, years? No. Uh, yeah. How long? It's been like six know. or seven years. What? I when never, did it start, man? I no way. It. I probably watched like two episodes of this whole thing ever. I say max four years. This guy said max. Uh, I'm gonna find the date for you. Six, seven years? Fuck, time flew by, bro. Because you have to think about it. That's Wayne, Wayne has been on the show for about two years. Shit. So when did Wayno get on into the and show? Joe, Joe was on it for for what two years before he left? I don't remember how long. And then every day struggle. Uh, oh no, no, I didn't give me the first episode like an idiot. I want to say 2016. 2017. Wow, seventeen though. Really? Yeah. What? I said on USA. That doesn't make sense. So they 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 got Wayno the same year that that Joe left. Yeah. Pretty much right within away. the same year, so they had Star and Wayno within the same year. They had Star yeah. for a very short period of time, uh, and they had uh, 2017. No, I think that was wrong. I think that was wrong. I feel, I feel like it's one of those like 2014. To, anyways, um, we don't know facts, but what I was gonna <laughs> say was, um, as much as we nope, 2017, did, that's crazy. Uh, um, April 17, 2017, Button began co hosting Everyday Struggle. Interesting, wow. As much as we um, jokingly talk about not watching the show and not knowing how long it's been around and different things like that, it goes without saying that that show has had some moments. Yeah, right? for And sure. that show has been, in my opinion, a legitimate part of the culture. Um, maybe not to the magnitude of, but in the same way, I'm not even going to name names because... <laughs> I was going, where are you going with this? I'm not, I'm yeah, be very where are you cautious. going with this? I don't know. I'll be very cautious with my words. So my, my thing is this. Does this hurt? <laughs> he's me, sorry. He's, he's just cheesing he's me. He made happy. it to the end. I know, he's just cheesing me because he probably oh, like, he oh yeah, man, he won. Ah, I made it. Yeah, that that affords him a fight for the next day. Hey, man, good shit. You're good, man. You just made yeah, you're awesome, 10, man. I appreciate, it. appreciate the opportunity to you know feed my family. Sorry, everyday struggle. <laughs> yeah. Everyday struggle. Yes. <clears throat> um, does this hurt the culture? Is my question. And I didn't know a better way to ask it than that. Does it hurt the culture? Um, there first, is no more everyday struggle. First thought, first reaction, no. Yeah. Because there are a lot more other platforms now. Like when, when everyday struggle first started, which was three years ago, which was crazy to me, <laughs> there wasn't that many other platforms that were very credible. Not credible, but like as popular at the time. Okay. So well, that's why everybody was, was watching it, right? That's why I had the high views and stuff like that, the, the big moments. Every artist was going there at the time. Um, now, today in 2020, going into 2021, with other podcasts popping up and other artists going into that to the broadcast uh, mm -hmm. hemisphere, um, it's not a big loss for us. I don't think so. No, like, I'm wait gonna, no. I'm going to devil's advocate that train of thought. These plethora of new platforms that have been on the rise how many of them cater to the younger generation of hip-hop mm, that's a good point as well that is a very good point not too many to be honest so now i ask does how much does everyday struggle hurt mm. you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah yeah i mean that's a good point i feel like they have like adam 22 and that's maybe la leakers yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying like that's true but i think because um like academics is still gonna do his thing 
Yes. So that's a, that's a, that's another outlet there. He has his following no matter what. He has what. his following. So I can see him, can see him network, to be honest with you. A thousand percent. Mm -hmm. I can see him doing his own show and starting something up. And whatever that is will be catering to that audience. Mm -hmm. That's true. And that is, that his, is his audience, audience yeah. for sure. Yeah. He knows it too. That's a good point. That's a good point. So we, we do see academics um, not, uh, I guess, again, I mean, let me just use the wrong words for this. I guess we see academics creating a new version of everyday struggle to his own capacity. Is, is that? I, I would say a, a new version of, but his own show, his own whatever it is, whatever it is, his own type. He will, of he will definitely have his own platform that's separate from what he's doing already. But like will it be the same like for the most part? Subject matter for the most yeah, part. I would say so. Yeah. Artists that he speaks to, artists that he speaks about. Because he, he already does interviews and stuff like that, doesn't he? Like on the side a little bit. Like I, I think he do Twitch. a couple. And he always gaming, tweets about it as well. He had this gaming yeah. thing where he did like he would sit down with like gaming with them, but like interviewing them at yeah, the same time. Yeah, that, he's done that, that, that already, time, kinda. So. so I just see him doing that on a bigger level. Yeah, exactly. He has more control. He I think. Control. I, I think he's in store. I think he is. He is a little bit of management away from the bag. Yeah, he's right, he's right there. He is right there. He has because he has he has the audience. He has the background. He has the numbers. He just needs to. There's something else that he needs to do. I don't know what it is. Exactly. He, he, he don't know what it is. Yeah. He needs like that manager that knows what it is and says, this is what you Facts. need to do to make yeah, it. I think like he needs to work with Joe. I think you're right. Yeah. I think that, and I'm pretty sure they've been having conversations. They always speak very amicably about each other. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if they, if they have something already in the works. And if, mm -hmm. if, if that's a part of why this happened. True. Or even Charlemagne. Charlemagne has his, has his network too. His it's, black, yeah, his black, podcast network or whatever yeah. the whatever it's called mm -hmm. that's true hmm. so it could go either way interesting speaking of um somebody who may need new management um and i hope that this, <laughs> Bro, this announcement was, has something to do with this this was sad we're talking about tiana taylor uh -oh. tiana taylor say? um has released uh, the album of course that came out earlier this year mm -hmm. yeah uh, i think uh regardless of how you feel about it from an acclaimed perspective one of the best R&B projects this year, yeah, probably in that top five world. Um, you said. Who's that fighting? Is that Jordan Gill? No. No. Someone else. Anyways, so Tiana Taylor, she has announced her retirement. Oh, shit. She said that she feels underappreciated. Oh, damn. Right. So let me see if there's any commentary on this. The R&B songstress has announced her retirement Explaining that she feels super... These advertisements are super annoying. Uh, <laughs> explaining that she feels super underappreciated as an artist. Sharing her Spotify stats on Instagram, Taylor thanked her fans for streaming her music while also lamenting over her lack of recognition in the industry. She said, and I quote... Um, so just for some of the number of reasons, she's had uh, 162.8 million streams, um, eight, eight 8.5 million hours... Um, 15.2 million listeners and streamed in 92 countries. Wow. Um, for as impressive as that sounds, I will say other artists in her um, her constituents, let's call it that, I've seen stream numbers double, triple, quadruple that easily. Wow. And I've seen stream numbers with the word Billy beside it, not Millie. Mm. So for her to be at 162.8 million, I see why she feels that way. I'll, I'll read what she posted here with posting these numbers. She said, let's see here. She said, I ain't going front. In times of feeling super underappreciated as an artist, receiving little to no real push from the machine, constantly getting the shorter end of the stick, being overlooked. I mean, the list goes on and, sorry, on and on, LOL. And then she wrote, uh, you know, much more words after that. 
She went on to shock fans, revealing that this could be the end of her music career. Quote, so I'm retiring this chapter of my story with the comfort that I can depart. Yo, relax, advertising. <laughs> with the comfort that I can depart with peace of mind, seeing that all of her hard work and passion has been put that has been put in indeed was loved and supported somewhere in the world um yeah man so again she she feels underappreciated she has announced her retirement i guess the first question is do you believe it well i think the wording is very important she said this chapter she's retiring exactly. this chapter she's not saying it's a rap album, it's a rap album that's coming music. next she's leaving good music that i think that's what she means is she leaving def jet i would hope uh, so yes probably i hope most so. likely i hope so too it means that chapter, like, R&B chapter, is done. She come out the rap, Tiana. Maybe she just meant 2020. When did the Kanye Tiana album come out? No, it's last year. Yeah, she like compared to her, um, she the first, like anybody ago. else, like that's like any other woman that is doing R&B music. The way that they're marketed and the way that they're always in the forefront, like you always see them, like her, like you see her mm-hmm. everywhere you on see, every single like true. feature. She's doing everything. She's always everywhere, or even commercials or anything like right um Kehlani Kehlani's everywhere mm-hmm. um who else Janae SZA's everywhere um, um Ari Lennox Ari Lennox is everywhere she like, is not in that Dreamville same makes them know like she's our female Ari Lennox is not given she gets more shine than but than I, I, like, I mean like okay. Dreamville but like Dreamville <laughs> lets them like, know like yo Ari's our girl yeah, like whenever you see Dreamville you see Ari like they're, they're shouting I'm, out Ari like you know like I'm just saying get, she doesn't get the You don't hear about time. Tiana. That is true. You don't hear a lot about Tiana Taylor. But but everybody that knows Tiana Taylor knows what she does when it comes to music. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's kind of weird. So I understand I understand her pain. Yeah, I mean, I get it's, it. exactly. it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. I, I don't believe that she will be stay retired, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that uh, this chapter alludes to just her current music situation, whether it has to do with Kanye, whether it has to do with Def Jam, whether it has to do with both whether it has to do with management, her label, whatever it is, I think she's getting away from that, whether it's going independent, whether it's signing Sign a deal with Apple, label. like, who knows, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rock Nation, man, like, Could just some Rock a... Nation on Tiana Taylor. Yeah, for you real. You know what I'm saying? That'd be a good, that'd be a good matchup. Come on. What are we doing? Honestly. But, yeah, you feel bad. You feel it definitely for Tiana Taylor. I think she's one of those artists where their celebrity is more... Um, wanted than their music yeah a thousand and it's percent. not to the detriment of their music it's just for whatever reason the allure is around mm-hmm. the celebrity yeah right? yep. i think her I think, again vince staples very much fits that that mold to me i was gonna say right. that like something along those lines like her personality is too big like it's her personality does it does i'm yeah. not not that it doesn't match her music but her personality is bigger than, bigger her, music. than her music yep very big not too big but i get what you meant yeah uh let's move on Let's move on. Uh, it it is uh, or it was, I should say, over the weekend, uh, Jay Z's birthday. How old is um, he? Fifty five. Fifty one. Fifty eight. Fifty one. Yeah. Fifty one years old. Um, now, I mean, we don't know him, so we're not gonna like have a birthday party for him. Damn. But I'm just. Uh, I want to read some stats as well as some things that he's done, just to kind of honor his birthday. Obviously, you know, many people's favorite artist, my favorite artist ever. Um, in my opinion, hip hop goat. So I just wanted to read some some stats here. Jay Z has twenty two Grammys, seven BET awards, seven VMA awards. He's the first rapper inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. He's had a hundred million plus records sold, thirteen solo studio albums, and we talk about number ones all the time. 
He's had 14 number one projects. That's it? What do you mean? That's, That's it? it? <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing. Oh, I was like, whoa. <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing. That's jokes. Uh, another tweet here with respect to Jay-Z's birthday. Uh, just some of the things that he's done uh, for other artists over his tenure. Jay-Z has paid Lil Wayne's taxes. Jay-Z has helped Meek Mill while he was in prison. Jay-Z hired the best immigration lawyers for 21 Savage. 21, 21. Jay-Z handled Lil Uzi Vert's contract issues, so all you baby Pluto fans um, have Jay-Z to thank for that, I suppose. And Jay-Z has created a $15 million trust fund for Nipsey's kids. Um, so yeah, I mean, again, just random Jay-Z facts. December 4th was his birthday, 51 years old, hip-hop legend. Um, you know, a very good example of how to age in hip-hop and sort of move that on to entrepreneurship and, and business yep. and things bigger than music. Um, so salute to that and salute to Jay-Z. Let's move on though. Wait, hold on, let me give him like a little like at least give him like a one little like uh that's up to you at that point. Just one just one, just one. Um Spotify wrapped slash Apple time play. What do you call it again? Apple replay. Apple replay. You you notice that first of all, they did it at the same time this year. Yep, you yeah, know they had that shit planned. Of course. As soon as Spotify dropped, Apple like drop everyone else's. Yeah. Press that button. <laughs> but for for there was a good maybe thirty minutes on the timeline that I saw. People, you know, every year people post like the memes of Apple users looking at Spotify wrapped, and mm-hmm. then I was like, hold on, but it's they got theirs too. Apple, and then Title released theirs as well at the same time. But um, none of us use title yeah i will be using that even though i want to i'd much rather use title but it's like 30 the bucks way the prices set exactly. up spotify it don't, it don't work out um yeah it'd be like that man so i haven't looked at mine yet oh, i looked at mine so i wanted i mean i don't worry it's okay i didn't want to like but i i knew what my like I, I didn't i knew there wouldn't be any surprises i had no surprises yeah no i i, I was, was curious your, you know what was your hold on, what was your top album I don't. I think. I think is that these numbers to? are wrong, bro. This can't be right. What is? Hold on, I don't have a top right. album. I only have top artists and top songs. Hold on. Let me uh, open up mine as well. Because this was. I don't think these numbers are right. They like. They're, they're off. This seems off. Like I had. I had. Um. How can the numbers be off? Fam, I had. <laughs> yeah, you blame the blaming the system, bro. <laughs> nah, I didn't, I didn't listen to Justin Bieber. I didn't just. I didn't see no Gomez. I had. I had. Um. What's it called? Featuring Ty Dolla has my number one album this year. Well, you must have bumped it a lot. I bumped it a lot, but it's, it can't be my number one album. Yo, this maybe year. you bumped it a lot. You yeah. <laughs> bumped it that much, bro. <laughs> to jump How, much, my how much time did you spend on it? How much time does this say? Hold on one second. Let me pull it up. Watch it like 30.4 hours. It was like 200, 200 something plays. Sorry? Wait, where is it? Yeah, 214 plays, number one, featuring Tidal Assign. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You played that album 214 times? That's what times? I'm saying. And then Yo, party, this guy's a party, party Mobile was 150 plays. And Jeez. then After Hours, 130. Uh, anniversary, uh, Bryson Tiller's 116. Amusing Her Feelings, Division, 115. Colores, J Balvin, 92. And then Dark Lane Demo, that's um, 73. This guy listens to one brand of hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> one brand. Baby, Baby Pluto, Art Pluto, Division, whatever, Party, 16. Drake. <laughs> the Toronto shit, you know, Weekend. Holy. That's crazy, though. Do you oh, so you you actually don't feel like your numbers are accurate? I don't think so. Do you normally like pay attention to your Apple Replay and shit like that? Nah, but mm, like I know I know what, how much I listen to like music. I think Party Mobile or even After Hours should be number one. Like I've been listening to that album. Maybe all year. it means. Uh, do you think it means um, 
how many times you went to the album. Like one album has twenty two songs, so you played it ten times, and it's two hundred twenty plays. I don't know, but that, that wouldn't make sense. That, that, that's that's the about other the algorithm. I know. Yeah, Apple's not Apple. Sounds trash for this discussion. <laughs> well, um, Spotify didn't give us albums though. Just give us top Apple songs listeners. and top artists. Top who's your who's your top artist? Uh, my top artist was my pictures because I have his pictures here, so I don't go oh, through the shit. whole the whole process. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Diamonds and me too. <laughs> my top artist is Lil Uzi Vert. Mine is the weekend, so I don't know how. I have top five. Over well, here, so I can go. I'm, you know, I'm do I'm reacting like like story time like no, I, I I'm got reacting you. to the story. The first one you're gonna get is your genres, your top five genres. So let me know when you get there. Oh, I don't okay. have the genres on mine. Yeah, Apple clearly. So I'll start with my top five genres: rap, pop, trap. It starts with UK new hip hop and Canadian hip hop. It new starts artists. with new artists. What new? Go artists? to go to um go to home. Mm-hmm. Click your Spotify. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Oh <laughs> and then God. go to the second story. <laughs> Oh, 199. Okay, so you discovered 199 new artists yes. this year. Jeez. I discovered 337 Holy shit, this guy explored. new artists this year. Even in 2020, you still found ways to grow. Um, next story is... How many genres did you listen to? Who says you have to go outside to explore? <laughs> you listened to 193 new genres this year. Sorry, 193 genres this year. Including 43 new ones. I listened to 216 genres Jeez. this year, including 57 new ones. Jeez, yo, you gotta get Spotify, though. For real. <laughs> Your top um, genres. Yeah, go ahead. Well, mine's still loading, so you can go. Yeah, mine, said mine's mine. still loading. Number one, rap. Rap. Number two, alternative R&B. Jeez. Pop. Number three, pop. Trap. Number four, hip-hop. UK hip-hop. And number five, dance hall. Canadian <laughs> hip hop. <laughs> I did not expect that. That's like a popcorn album. That's why I think so. Definitely, definitely. That's funny. Oh, oh, come on! They know me. It's been like four years in a row with this song. One song that helped you get through it all. Is that Solange song? <laughs> Was it? Yeah. Solange of the Cardi. Solange Almeida is my top song of the year. That's funny. Wow, let's go. I'm amped. That's two years in a row with that with that song. Oh, it didn't play. Perfect. Well, mine's um, Rockstar by um, The so Baby. So it tells and, you... Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Roddy Rich. Yeah, I boom that song a lot. Not even going to lie. So it says... Um, oh, come on. I'm so, t- I'm so predictable, man. So the one song to help you get through it all, of course, uh, Solange... Like we mentioned, so it says the story of your 2020 with Almeida by Solange. Yep. You started playing it on January 1st. (laughs) (laughs) Mine's April April 17th for the baby. And um, then it says, which day did you have the most streams? January 2nd. (laughs) June 24th. (laughs) (laughs) April 20th. The 20, what? The 25th stream yeah, was on June 24th. Okay. Sure. So It's a weird stat. Um, 36 times I played that song. I have 85 times I played Rockstar by Roddy Holy Rich. Geez. Is that a lot? What do you mean? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a lot. I, guess, I, I feel like that's not a lot. Okay, so now the next story. Other songs that you had on repeat. So your top songs now. Oh, yeah. I believe this. All right. All right. Oh, this is All a right. fire list. All right. 
This All is right. a fire list. Whenever you're ready. This, this was the first half of my list. Rockstar, Roddy Rich, um, the baby. Okay. PTSD, G Herbo, Juice World, Lil Uzi Vert. Flex, um, Polo G and Juice World. Myron by Lil Uzi Vert and Banana Split, Y and W Melly and Lil Dirk. That all, those all make sense. They were all like my first half of the year, year. That was how that was my yeah my playlist. the first half. No, not the first half of the year. It means your first. Your top five songs played. Yeah, I know, but like the first half of the year, I was playing these songs. Like, oh, oh, okay. That's You're saying the first half of the year did it for you. Okay. Yes. Uh, my number one song, of course, Almeida by Solange, <laughs> oh, like no. I mentioned. Uh, my number two song. Interesting. What's wrong with me? Like I Want You by Giveon. Okay. Uh, my number three song, and I thought this would be my number one song. I'll be honest with you. Uh, Carefree by Mick Jenkins. Mm. Uh, my number four song, Between Us, featuring Snow Allegra by Division. And my number five song was The Light. By Mick Jenkins as well. Mick Jenkins and Earth King. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Okay, let me uh, get to the top one hundred songs. Put that there. You're a pioneer. That's it, right? No. Nope. You listened to Candy Shop before it hit fifty thousand streams. What the hell does that even mean? Like you're one of the first listeners. For what it. song is Candy Shop? I only know one Candy Shop. That's a Fifty Cent. 50 cent one. for real. I only you listen to Fifty Cent. Before the, f- oh. <laughs> um, which story are you on the middle part? I'm on after this one, after the add your songs to your oh, library. Shit. I must have missed. Then I went to the next one. It says you're a pioneer. It says you're a good listener. Well, okay. Well, you're a good listener, and I'm a pioneer. Okay. <laughs> Damn, I had no records that I, that I broke this year. Damn. And it says you listen to Candy Shaw before it hit fifty thousand streams. Goddamn. Next up, finding the new millennial pink. I have no idea what that means. Oh, man. Um, again, guys, listeners, we are reacting live to this. Throw Seeing this back. in the first, first moment. Um, Some of my old favorites compared to other listeners. Which decade did you play the most? Yo, where, the, where are you getting these you, things Are you from? not going, to, going ahead in your story? Nah, man. What, is it different for everyone? Like, so you saw this story. I saw that story. Then I got my pioneer. You're a good listener. See, I don't get that. I didn't get a Pioneer badge. You got a good listener. I got a good listener. Okay, the next one. Throw it back. I didn't get throw it back. Damn. Then It's (laughs) taking me straight to, in total, I've spent X amount of time listening. Oh, because it gives me me a podcast section still. Ah. Ah, okay. So I've spent uh, 16,500 minutes listening to podcasts this year. Um, Okay, now now I'm there. Hold on, never mind. My biggest podcast binge listen was Dissect Podcast. I, th- I listened to three episodes in one day. That's how you know I can't binge shit for shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know I can't binge shit. I'm a pioneer. Let's go. There I'm a pioneer. Go. Which record? I know it's, it has to be a give you on record. Never mind. Who is that? What? What record is this? I don't know. <laughs> Mine was Candy Shop. What was yours? Okay. Oh, it plays a song. Okay, I want to play my song then. Wait, what song was that? Kalani? Yes, freaking. Throwing on clothes, yes, yes. Part of my bitch, yes, yes. Division my toes, yes, yes. Go to a bit for the parking lot. I just like the song. Okay, throw it back. So, since this wasn't real back, this yeah. year, the way back, you yeah. revisited some old favorites. Compared to other listeners, which decade did you play the most? I'm going to guess the 2000s. I guess 2000, I got it right. You got it. <laughs> Your top decade was 2000s. Let's go. My, my song was a Jay-Z song, too. I play Rock Boy. Hey! 
says, guess your top artist of the year. Oh, who's by your mine's who's by your side? Oh. That's actually tough. Oh, tough heart. Oh, I already know this one though, because so I've done it. Hold on. Mine so my top was, artist was again Solange this year. Mine was Lil Uzi Vert. You're in the two percent of his of his top listeners. Two percent or point two percent? Two percent. I was in the point five percent listeners this year. Let's go. Let me let me Yo, Solange. Give me some air horns for that. I wish. That's a lot of I wish. Imagine. Ugh. We have the same birthday. Your favorite song of theirs was Myron, I and you spent her song on her birthday, fam. What thing is your birthday? Put that in. Our birthday. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. And I listened to Uzi for a thirteen hundred and seventy-three minutes. Yeah. For how many minutes? <laughs> thirteen hundred. Li- okay. 1,373 minutes. I spent uh, 858 minutes listening to Solange. I listened to a total of 786 artists this year. Jeez. But the top five were Lil Uzi, Polo G, Baby, Roddy Rich, and Juice World. Um, Where are you seeing that? Keep going. Story just going. Oh, okay. So it was by your no, not surprised at all by any of these. How many sorry, said you listened to X amount of artists this year? Yeah. How many did it say again? 200 and something. <laughs> Wait, I think it did. 786. Okay, okay. I was about to say, I listened to 953 artists this year. Damn. Oh, well. You just get always the lowest new artists or like two new artists. Yo, I'm out here, man. That's wild. I don't know if you remember um, what month are we in? November? December. I don't know if you remember 51 episodes ago. Um, I said to you, <laughs> I don't remember what it was. I'm just talking <laughs> shit. Uh, I said to you, yo, Jay-Z's on Spotify now. This guy for sure is going to make my top five artists. <laughs> he didn't even make it. Didn't Jay-Z, crack. number two artist hey. behind Solange. You wow. got to keep it in the family. Uh, and then you keep it family adjacent. Number three is Dreamville as a label. Number four is Division. I guess I bumped that album a lot. And number five is J. Cole. So... How many Very minutes of music did you listen to? Go to the last slide. Okay, one second. I was, there's nothing else on this uh, top five artist life? Yeah, nothing really. Let me just see. If there's anything. Prom, but it ain't one. Hit me. What's next? Okay. It says... Minutes listened. Thanks for spending 67 months of 2012. <clears throat> no, just keep... Just, it's after that. Oh, okay, the the image, right? Yeah. Uh, 54,000 minutes. 54,000? Holy shit, that was a 34,000. Yeah, man, 54,000 minutes. Y'all gotta share wow, then. That's a solid list. That Yeah, my, I wasn't surprised by my list, I guess, is where I would go with that. Uh, I, I, I wasn't surprised think, either. I didn't think Jay-Z would be number two. I thought he would be, like, number four. Mm. Uh, I didn't think Solange would be number one. I'm not sure up there. Um, I thought Mick Jenkins would, would be on the list. I did listen to... I listened to a lot of Mick Jenkins. And he didn't even crack the list. Uh, and he, didn't, he didn't crack the top five. Just a song. I'm pretty sure he's top six or seven, though. Like, he has to be on there. Oh, um, never know. Interesting. Yeah, no, no real surprises on my list, I have to say. But that was my real-time reaction, because I did not look at that shit prior to... Now, before we go into Keeper Leak, uh, I do have a few random tweets. Uh, I think I want to make that a thing. Just a random tweet. We don't have to expound. Just a random tweet. Expound. Uh, You were talking about Kalani being in the limelight and the spotlight. She begs to differ. Um, She said, I worked my ass off on my album, on the music. 
and even harder rolling it out, and I do remember that rollout, um, with the odds against me, top of the corona time, it went number two overall, it top went number one of the R&B, and it was the third highest streamed R&B artist on Spotify, behind Beyonce and Rihanna, mm-hmm. even though <laughs> I thought that was Summer Walker, but different story. She said, what's the bar? Men lie, women lie, numbers don't. And even right. when the numbers don't, sorry, even when those numbers show y'all, wait, what the fuck is she saying? <laughs> and those numbers me. are y'all. What the fuck are they doing? Men lie, women lie, numbers don't, and those numbers are y'all. I mean, I guess that the went numbers are lying, head. I guess. The no- and those numbers are y'all. I guess she needed a, a comma there or something. Yeah, she did. So thank you. Um, so I don't know if she's speaking to the Grammys about that because she didn't get nominated, um, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. She's still talking about the Grammys. But yeah, I mean, Kalani had mentioned that. I mean, again, we don't have to expound on that. But th- the actual random tweet that I wanted to read before we go into Keeper Leak. Um, I want you to pick a team here. There's four teams. Okay. Each team has three members on the team. Okay. And in NBA Jam style, I just want you to pick pick your team. Right, we have Team A. 2010 Kanye. Mm. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's flattening him. No, he's flattening. Now you heard him. So that would that would. Oh man. Damn. Oh shit. I feel like I know which team show is gonna pick too. 2010 <laughs> Kanye. Okay. 98 DMX. Okay. And year okay. 2000 Eminem. Mm, 2000 Eminem. What, what did he drop in 2000? What was that? Real Slim, Slim Shady. Yeah. So that was his first album? His first his album, album, yeah. This is probably his best album. Team That's B. That's fire. Team B. That's they're, fire. they're all meant to be fire. Jeez. 94 Nas. That's Illmatic. Of course it's Illmatic. Yeah. <laughs> 08 Wayne. Freeze the mixtape and fucking feature Wayne. And 03 50 Cent. Mm. Now that's your Shaquille O'Neal. Damn. Team C, 97 Hove. Oh my God. 94 Biggie. And 2015 Drake. <laughs> 2015 Drake, I'm dying. Or Team D, 2015 Kendrick. 2004 MF Doom. And 1996 Tupac. Oof. Which team oh, are you picking? Because I'm Team C. That's crazy. I'm Team A. <laughs> That's crazy. I knew you picked Team A. Because Kanye and Eminem. Because yeah. DMX is probably in my top five. That's hard. Nas is my But Nas, then, my that's favorite Nas and Eminem. Team B might be. Nas and Wayne are up. Like, that's, a team, that's a wild card team that they were just like. Nas, Wayne, and 50. That's why I said 0350 is, is, is Shaq, bro. It's just dominant. Yeah, that's not fair, bro. Like, I don't. But Kanye, Kanye is that's that's uh, Dark Twisted of Fantasy, right? Yeah, that's yes. of Fantasy, Kanye. DMX ninety. No, oh eight is um. No, sorry, two thousand ten Kanye. Yes, yeah. sorry, I thought I said oh eight Kanye. I'm gonna have to be always yeah. graduation. But I don't really fuck. I don't fuck with Eminem like that. That was just the best Eminem. I I kind of like TV at the same time. Fifteen Drake. Was that nothing was the same? No, I think so. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm taking that team because we got two thousand fifteen Drake and Hove and Biggie. Yeah. <laughs> As well, yeah, but I, I think I'm I'm leading towards that team. That's like the most solid like up and down team. I want team like, a. Oh man, that's tough. We we pull we pull it we pull it. Ninety eight DMX was the biggest artist on yeah, the planet, hands down. Selling out the planet. That's tough. That's tough. <laughs> that's tough. 
But Eminem, Eminem throws me off, so I'm not, I'm not choosing that team. Keep or leak. Yeah, that's tough. Let's go into that keep or leak, though, man. Keep or leak, keep or leak, keep or leak. Keep it. Speaking of Dreamville, the first keep or leak has to do with J.I.D. Oh, leak it. Uh, he's been in Jamaica Ooh. for quite some time. Uh, this picture looks like it was taken from Jamaica. And somebody asked or somebody tweeted to him, 2021 album drop, question mark. And he responded with early. So he's more than likely coming out Q1. 2021 mm. jid keeper leak we all know the answer yeah leak yeah. drop that leak. shit yeah um, yeah I'm, I'm here for that I'm, I'll, I'll listen to it leak that. i think um i think he's not he's, to say do I'll, you took the words right out of my mouth <laughs> i swear to god i was gonna he's say do but i i do think that i mean i hope i just hope that everything going on with the pandemic doesn't hurt the, the music mm. the way it did to reason because again reason said Bro, the times we're in. I just had to release something. This is not the real music. Yeah. So I hope that same thing doesn't happen with JID because I would love for him to have a third album. Unless it's like a bona fide four piece EP. Go ahead. Do <laughs> yeah, your thing. Yeah, top that. Yeah. But if it's something that feels like an album, looks like an album, I think he has that real opportunity to be close to classic. Again, we use that logic comparison often, that, that under-pressure logic type level of album, if not a higher level than that. So I think he's really due for that, and I hope he gets his chance, honestly. Um, second Keeper League, it has to do with Spotify. Mm-hmm. Spotify now has its own stories feature. Spotify is testing a new Snapchat-like feature. Oh, God. Um, I've seen this before. Stories feature, I should say. I think we mentioned as well Pinterest was looking at something like that, too. Uh, As we we dive deeper, sorry, the advertisements are going crazy, into the story apocalypse with more and more apps. Yo, ads. You need an ad blocker on your I do. I do. But I feel like I go on things that say, this video won't work because your ad... Block then you just take it off for that website. It's just a lot of work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with more apps beginning to add Snapchat-like services, and it appears as though Spotify might be putting itself on the lengthy list of platforms that don't really need a story function, but have one anyway. So The Verge reported that Spotify is in the middle of testing a Snapchat-like story feature that would go along with its playlist, because why not? So in a statement acquired by Engadget, a Spotify spokesperson says that the company is always trying to broaden their users' experience and that they can routinely test different ways to do that. Um, Keeper Leak. I've already seen this on some playlists already, I won't lie. Especially the popular ones. I have seen like a story thing. I've never clicked it because I'm like, I'm not clicking this shit. Yeah. But... Whatever, it don't bother me. Leak it. What's the worst that will happen? I click it. It's true. I don't you take, use, you take I ten don't seconds out of my time. I would. I, okay, you know what? I'm gonna oppose that. I'm gonna say keep it only because it's useless. Not to. I mean, people will find a way to use it. Of course, people can use anything. Obviously, the more time spent on an app, the more money the app makes. Makes because yeah. right. more advertisement and more whatever, just more revenue per mm-hmm. minute, whatever you want to call it. Um, I say keep. Because when Twitter came out with theirs, for as popular as it is, and as much as it is taking over, it convolutes the app. Oh, it does. It does. I I don't use Twitter no more. (laughs) It does. It makes it, like, just so much more than I was addicted to Twitter. I don't know if it's because my addictions have transitioned to Clubhouse, or if it's it's because stories, or if it's both. But um, I, I just, I can't find myself on... 
hey. on Twitter like that no more because it just feels too convoluted. So yeah. I hope the user interface doesn't look much different with Spotify if they're going to do that. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's like in the header. As long of as the, it's hidden, I'm cool. It's in the header of the of the playlist. And you just see like a circle with okay. like the playlist picture and it'll be like, watch the story. I'm not mad at that then. I'm not mad at that. Third keep it or leak it has to do with Mike Tyson. Um, obviously, we all saw the Roy Jones fight or, or talked about it, I should say. Um, there were other conversations going on at the time. So I'm going to read a conversation that's going on now as a result of Mike Tyson actually fighting. Evander Holyfield has issued a statement officially calling out Mike Tyson for a trilogy. He said, sign the contract and get in the ring, Tyson. Jeez. The world is waiting on you. And now, sorry, the world is ra- waiting on you now. I'm ready. Tyson is 54 years old. Holyfield is 58 years old. Mm. Wow. And they last fought in 1997. Jeez. Wow. Um, Keeper League, you try to see the trilogy of Tyson Holyfield? I'll probably say I missed this fight, so keep. Keep that shit, bro. I don't. Is, um, is Holyfield in shape? Like, does he. Have you seen he him is, recently? He's in shape. Yeah? Still, still. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Still. Honestly, like. He's in shape. I mean, the, the Roy Jones fight wasn't even that, like, it was kind of meh to me. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't want to say, I don't really care to see Holyfield and Tyson. It's two old guys fighting. I'm yeah. going to say leak it. Uh, I, I think it'll present us with a fun undercard, I think. Uh, That's true. It'll also just be a decent fight. I thought the Roy Jones mic was decent. It'd be like, it's more like sparring. It's like regular exactly. sparring without, I, without shit. headgear. I'd pay to watch these guys spar. Yeah. I wouldn't pay. I mean, I'd find the, I'd find the <laughs> stream. I'd find the stream. I'd get that stream up. So like, if it's on, I'll probably watch it. To watch like, these guys spar. I'm not, I'm not looking up for it. That's true. I'm not mad at that. But I'm going to say leak that for sure. And the fourth, uh, keep it or leak it, has to do with a biopic here from Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams. So the first trailer for the upcoming Wendy Williams biopic is released. This is a lifetime. Let's play a little bit of the trailer. He wants to give you a talk show. Millions of people turn on the radio to listen to me. You're the star. I am going to tell it like it is. Executive producer Wendy Williams, which is important. She's overseeing it. Super biased. Exactly. <laughs> That's, That's cool, a good point. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, they made her look like a legend. She is yeah. a legend. She is a legend. No, she is a legend. Don't get it twisted. But if Charlemagne's not in it, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> Shit. Who, they, who, who are they going to put to play? Should Charlemagne play himself? He needs I guess to. is my question. Bro, if, if they don't have a Charlemagne story in that, I don't, I don't want to watch it. Interesting, though. Interesting. I'm, I'm curious about that. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I like that. Lifetime makes good biopics, and that looks and sounds entertaining. So leak that. Please. I'm here for black people doing shit. So I'm, I'm a watcher. I'm a supporter, anyways. 100%. Got some shout outs. Shout outs. Speaking of black people doing things, um, just a very quick shout out today. I just wanted to shout out LeVar Ball. Mm. Okay. LeVar Ball. And we're giving an applause to LeVar Ball <clears throat> because even though it's non-guaranteed, Leangelo Ball is signing a one-year deal with the Detroit Pistons. Um, again, a non-guaranteed contract. But him signing the contract now means that LeVar Ball has gotten all three of his sons to the league mm-hmm. the way he said he would yep. years ago when yep. they said his kids weren't good enough, yep. Lonzo was a bus. LaMelo is not the real deal. Da-da-da-da-da. 
somehow, some way, all three of his kids are in the NBA. So you gotta, you gotta salute that. Salute for sure. to that. A thousand percent. New music. New music. No music. New music again. Shout out to uh, Alex. Need to know podcast. Ball till we fall on Twitter. Uh, he releases the list of new music, and I'll tell you what, it come. It, he put. Po- he does everything. He posts everything, man. He doesn't miss a single one. I don't know how he does it. He Where do these people to. get their list from? I don't know. Spotify. Like, it, you think it's an email? Like it's not. It can't be Spotify. <laughs> I'm email. joking. <laughs> you, you don't like. I don't know what it is. Industry man. email. Every 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 um every record label sends out their uh, releases of the day of the probably. week. Yeah, like it's low weird, key, man. They probably do. Low key. But I also um posted the other list in the other group. Oh, yeah. oh, so I did, he posted it. So it's there. It's there. Um, I should also start sending it in the group chat so we all have access to it. So I'm going to start with albums. Yep. Let's get to that. Uh, Rico Nasty came out with Nightmare Vacation. Nightmare Vacation. Soldier Boy came out with Swag <clears throat> 3. Swag. Um, DJ Scheme came out with Family. Blast came out with the deluxe version of No Love Lost. Amine came out with the deluxe version of Limbo. Uh, Pornhub came out with one. Who? XXXmas. Did you drop wow. the album? I guess so. I wonder who's on that. Wow. Uh, Abracadabra came out with one called Product of My Environment. Shay Noir came out with one called After 12. Currency came out with another one called Welcome to Jet Life Recordings. YFN Lucci came out with Wish, we, Wish Me Well 3. Uh, it's kind of all I got for albums. That's all I got. Yeah. So in terms of singles in that case, sorry, you have any albums that came out no. from our, our Canadian correspondent? Our Canadian actually, correspondent. actually, I do. Um, there was a project by Emmanuel. Uh, it's called Alt Therapy. It's a little, it's like a four, four song EP. Um, R&B vibes. It's pretty good. True. Shout out to Emmanuel. Uh, some singles that came out in that case. Mariah Carey with O Santa featuring Ariana Grande and Jennifer Hudson. I don't know if you guys saw that clip floating around of mariah and ariana harmonizing on the yeah on the on the i'm not even gonna try to impersonate it my ariana voice got those, got the does mics. not go there but ariana has pipes uh no worries came out with where i go freddie gibbs came out with tell me freestyle juice world and benny blanco with real shit Lil baby came out with i guess two songs one is called everybody one is called everybody. on me run the jewels came out with the ground below which is the royal jewels mix um there's a most deaf song out there apparently that one's called most freeze what else we got here 50 cent and nle choppa come out with part of the game and that one is from the raising key uh, raising canon as a theme song to that apparently oh isn't that like the superhero show no oh sorry canon is the you think it was like raising clark kent or something i uh, probably no, but um no, Kanon is is the thing, the this the, the other the spinoff, the other other spinoff. Oh, oh. Was last week I was in my uh, the other bands. Damn, why was I thinking about ra- a waving flag? Nah, the uh, the. Other oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got Kanon, the extra Kanon. Damn, what the wow. hell? Nah, the other uh, other the other, uh, other spinoff. That is crazy. The other other spin. That might be the name of the episode. The other other spinoff. The other other spinoff. The other, I like that. The other, other. yeah, no, that's the theme song. That could be so, it could be like, you know, this is a big, rich town, yeah, it could have that kind of vibe to it, you know, never know about it. But I think, like, when you announce the song ahead of time, it doesn't, it already lost the steam, right? Yeah. It has to be yo, this song is low key hard, yo, release that, release that, and mm-hmm. it has to come out later after that. Um, Aunt Clemens came up with Better Days featuring Justin Timberlake, 
Uh, the Cool Kids came out with Dapper Dan Leather. James Blake came out with In the Bleak Midwinter. Uh, Chef G with No Negotiations. Gold Link with Dunya featuring Lukey World. Fivio Foreign came out with Batty on my wish list. Um, <laughs> Black Thought with American Heartbreak. Uh, Lil TJ came out with None of Your Love. TM88 was so high. Raheem, what? Oh, Raheem actually came out with an EP as well. I forgot what that one was called, but we'll talk about it very briefly. Uh, Cash Doll came out with Bossa Nova featuring T Grizzly. Melly came out with You Ain't Worth It featuring Black. Robert Glasper with Better Than I Imagined, the remix featuring her. Um, I can't read that. Michelle. Jeez, I can't read that list at all. And oh Kate my Tanata. god! <laughs> and um, <laughs> Michelle, I can't read that. <laughs> yeah, I can't read that. No, not even close. And that's kind of all I got. Yeah, you said it. Sean Catronada, he's Canadian too. Yeah, yeah, K- yeah. Shout out to um, Montreal. He's nuts. He's actually insane. I fucks with him. I forgot who said we need a Catronada and someone mixtape. Shit, I forgot who the someone was. Anderson Pack. Yeah, they make so. great fucking music yeah, together. Something like that. That'd something be hard. Like that. All right, what you guys listen to? Um, I listen to Rico Nasty and DJ Supreme. I also Supreme. listen to Rico Nasty, a little bit of DJ whatever. A scheme. scheme. Let me not be disrespectful. Uh, Blast, uh, Amine, Shade Noir, Raheem. Um, I listen to Blast. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, okay. To be honest, because like I'm not, I'm not Rico Nasty is not for me. Okay. Um, I don't really fucks with. Yeah, I mean, his I mean, his album was good, but I didn't I didn't know he dropped the deluxe. So, mm-hmm. okay, so I guess uh, we'll talk about Rico Nasty last. In that case, start about start with Raheem. Uh, I'm gonna actually start with Amine. Okay, let's start with Amine. Yeah, let's start with Amine only because it's some quick commentary on this. So this is the Limbo Deluxe. Again, he came out with seven new songs Jeez. on this album, um, and those new songs were added specifically to the beginning, which is a style I that, like that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, I will just say it just kind of felt like quarantine music was added. It doesn't really feel like anything. And this is not saying the music wasn't quality, but it just doesn't feel like it matches the quality of the album uh, okay. in, in some ways. Uh, I kind of just felt like a playlist was added to the album or you, you played a seven song playlist and then you played yeah. the album. Gotcha. And I thought I was tripping. I'm like, wait, I like this album earlier. I re- why, am I, why is this just bumping why? today? Mm-hmm. Um, so I let it rock into the old album so track eight track nine which is which is the old album or the first non-deluxe album i should say and when i let that part rock i was like yeah i did like this album yes. so it was just the seven just songs, the seven or just songs whatever. They added, yeah. right and, and again speaking to you know what we mentioned with jid and and reason it's got to be a product of the times it just has to be i i need to create Jay and music. i need to get it yeah. out and i might as well package it onto a deluxe and fucking increase my sales I guess. Yeah. No. Okay, I can't blame you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mad at that. So, uh, I mean, again, it's still enjoyable. It's still a mine. It's still that kind of more cool type of subgenre of hip hop. Um, you can definitely throw that on in, in many different environments and, and enjoy it. And at times he is saying stuff that, that feels introspective. So you're still getting that. Um, and it still is enjoyable. Limbo yeah. Deluxe, by all means, download that if you need to. But uh, the seven songs, they were just okay. I would say that. Um, let's move on to, you didn't listen to Soldier Boy? <laughs> no. Soldier Boy Swag 3. Okay. Don't listen to Soldier Boy. <laughs> I'm going to move on to Soldier Boy Swag 3. What's his name? Young, is his name Draco or something now? Big Draco. Big, Big Draco. Draco. I was going to say Young Draco. Young um, Draco. This one is 16 songs at 36 minutes. Jesus Christ, 16 songs. I will say when it first came on, 
I was like, hey, man, this is not bad, yo. It's bad. I'm not going to lie to you. First song is called Awe. I was like, okay, Cardi Uzi. I'm with it. Playboy Cardi. Lil Uzi, I'm with it. Wow. Um, that one was produced by Maul Did It. And then track two came out and I was like, that's a skip. Produced by Maul? Maul did it. No, Maul no, did Maul, it. Maul did it, not Maul. <laughs> Maul did it. <laughs> I'm like, hey, yo. Maul did it. Maul is out here. Dead. Making moves. Uh, track five is called Dirty Glock. It's like, there's, there's people that do it better. That's that's the only thing. It's like, he's not bad. There's just like, I can name like five people like, that do it better. This shit doesn't even sound mixed or anything like that. And that. Like, yeah, it, it didn't sound mixed at all. It just it's sounds just, like... just recorded this shit and just threw it out there. I'll be honest, it's not that good. I'll be honest. Not that good. And I'll just kind of... And the thing is like... <laughs> and and yeah. it, pro- it probably could be good if it was mixed or if he did a little bit more effort. Like, Soulja Boy's not shit, but he's not good either. If that makes sense, yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah, no, it absolutely like, does. And he's, like, and he's a producer too; like he can produce for, like for other people if he yeah. wanted to. Like so, you said, yeah. it just doesn't sound mixed. Doesn't sound mastered. It doesn't. Nah, that project is is a pretty safe pass for me, and and I don't say pass often. So yeah, I mean, yeah, as soon as I saw Soldier Boy, I was like, eh, no, thank it you. Is what it is. Let's talk about, or let me talk about Shay Noir. Um, so Shay Noir came out with a project called After Twelve. Uh, this one's seven songs, twenty one minutes. Um, she comes hard on this. She comes super okay. hard on this. For those that don't listen to Shade Noir, um, somewhere between, and, and I'll get to this kind of in my summary of her, but somewhere between sort of gritty and lyrical in her approach. Okay. Um, I'll play a little bit of track two, which is called Cruise Control. Cruise Control. I'm still attached, but I leveled up. That nigga still at the same level that I left him at. Just from your fit, I can tell you what. I took the throne. Only way you'll get the crown is if I sell it back. Business with my team. Fuck being rich. I just want them all not to have to depend on me to eat and hope that. So you're getting that type of approach from her. Um, track three came on, which is called Hunger Games. And as I was listening to it, and as I was li- and as I was sort of thinking about, well, how am I gonna explain Shay Noir to the listeners? Um, the round that I was going in was, oh, she kind of reminds me of Ransom in some ways. Uh, kind of like the, the woman version of Ransom in some ways. So I was listening to Hunger Games, which is track three. I was, like, this is a, I was like, this is a Ransom type beat. And then... Yeah, and then Ransom comes on. I'm like, go figure. That, that, that makes perfect sense. Um, I'll play a very little of a few more tracks. Track five is called Divine Knowledge. Starving with just my name a year later, drop a classic and charted at number eight, bitch. And I'll play a bit of track six, which is called Moment in the Sun. Moment in the Sun, but I want to go to a couple specific parts here. Um, Shay Noir kind of just speaking to the type of artist that she is. Keep my shit official. Y'all want punchlines, but first, I gotta speak about these issues. Constitution said we free, but that word's elusive, heard excuses. It was written with loopholes that they turned to nooses. We wanted peace and equity, but they just wanted warties crack. So she can get really get into different topics, issues, different things that are going on. That track features RJ Payne and Sarah Rock the MC. 
I've talked about Sarok before. Um, she, yeah, she's, she's one of hard. my favorite uh, women artists for sure. I'm gonna play some of her verse on this record. And first of all, when she comes on, the beat flips. So I'm like, oh, okay, new beat. In creation like catharsis The deep to find the heart of my story Excavated the carcass But they keep trying to end my bloodlines They hate to see progress So they take young lives before they time And make hasty departures And then I'm gonna play a little bit of this part right here Abandon us, left us with no manual We made a way and turned a broken dream to something tangible Put them empty covers to empires Earning handsome authors Lyrical and diamonds that I issue out the mandible They like in key epochs and aside of Shakur's from us So you're getting a lot, a lot, a lot of bars from Sarok to MC. Um, like an opportunity to hear her on a new record whenever I get that opportunity. But back to Shade Noir for a moment, and I'll wrap up the uh, the mix, or I guess the EP, by by saying this. I think Shade Noir, she's one of those artists that are like super barred up. Again, I made that ransom comparison. Mm -hmm. Every line, every part of the record has words on it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing about Ransom is that he fills every single line up with bars. And and I feel like Shay Noir is one of those artists that kind of does the same thing. And like I said, she's somewhere between gritty and lyrical. Somewhere between, I'm going to listen to her the same way I would listen to 38 Special or RJ Payne or, you know, artists in that realm. Right. And she still gets on the more lyrical side of things okay. um, where she can really have a message behind her music. So um, I think... In general, when you think about the, the lane or the subgenre of hip-hop that she represents, it's often that lane that goes underappreciated, yeah. that lane that goes overlooked. So I don't even necessarily think she really gets much bigger as an artist, per se. Um, but she is somebody that whose quality is always going to be right mm -hmm. there. So Shea Noir, after 12, definitely worth the download, definitely worth the listen. No, she um, sounds pretty good. Yeah, go, go check that one out for sure. Uh, which album do we want to go to next? Uh, scheme, yeah. Let's talk Let's about scheme. scheme. Scheme a little bit. DJ Scheme came out with Family. Go ahead. Yeah, seventeen songs, forty-five minutes. For you guys who don't know who DJ Scheme is, he sounds like he has an old man name, but he's actually only twenty-three years old. <laughs> yeah, he's that's a, that sounds like a like clue. You right? DJ that, Clue. When DJ I looked at that, I was like, oh shit, it must be some old DJ. Like I, I can remember his tag. I'm like, yeah, I can't think of a tag. Um, it's it's a DJ album, so you know what you're getting. It's like a compilation album. It's full of features. Um, I'll run down the oh, list. As you're loading that up, Skrillex, uh, Zachary or Zakari, Joey Badass, Ski Master, Slump God, uh, Danny Towers, Lil Mosey, Ty Dolla Sign, Corday, Ski wow. Master, Slump God again. Yeah, Take a Day Trip, Lil Nar, Shake Well, Ian Dior, The Holiday, Tess X, Knott. Phoenix Flexing, Lil Yachty, um, Jack Boy, Rob Banks, Lil Keed. Uh, yeah, so it's a whole bunch of people. Um, so the first two songs, you, you listen to part of it. The first two songs started off like kind of slow. I liked it, the first two songs. It wasn't bad. The um, first one was Homesick that featured um, Skrillex and, and Zakari. Yeah. And the second one featured um, Badass, and they were both good songs. Mm -hmm. um, slower, more of a slower tempo, and then track three comes in with Ski Mask and Changed up everything, and then track five, which is my best, which is my I think it's favorite, the best track on the album. Busting up. That's the one with Corday and. No, that's uh, track six, Soda. Oh, okay. Well, I think that's the best track on the album. Um, there is not much to say about this album. Um, I liked it more than the Internet Money. I feel like the production was okay. better. That's saying something. Believe it or not, that's as producers, something. I think the production was better on this. The beast felt. The beast felt more like 
even though they felt kind of generic, they felt like they fit the artist a lot better, not too generic in a way. It's uh-huh. not like, yeah, he put layers onto it. It wasn't just a straightforward beat. Um, I'm going to play a bit of track uh, six, Soda. Yeah, play some of that. Is that is that Corday? That's Corday. Corday. I, I, I don't know how I feel about Corday yet. Like, where do you like? Where do you see him going in the game? Like, where do you see him? Top, like, top, really? uh, top mainstream. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He's gonna go mainstream. I think. Top mainstream. I don't sure. see. I I I get it. Like, I get the hype around him because he can fucking rap. Like, he's a good fucking rapper. Yeah. But like, I don't see him. You know what doing, it is? Like, I, the, I think the part that you don't see about Corday is that, you know, he's in the rooms with all the legends yeah soaking up game from them at all times right right mm-hmm. so you know the the same way that uh and this is in a, from a different perspective with with someone like a nav it's more his peers you'll see nav way more respected than what's shown of him right i feel like corday is way more respected than you even see publicly from him because okay. he's always there in the mix soaking up game working with pe- the legends keeping up with them in in sessions and different things like that so yeah I think, you know, and then what he's doing from a mainstream level, whether it's management or, you know, even from dropping the YBN from his name, mm-hmm. that was that was strategic. Right. My, my, my name, my IP, my brand power exactly. is worth something. And the YBN part is lowering it. Yeah. So I think, you know, Corday, I think he's doing things very meticulously, very uh, intentionally. Right. And I'm not comparing the talent, but I'm comparing the intention of what we're seeing publicly to her. I could see that. I was going to say more of like a J. Cole route. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. I can see that going on. More like he'll, a he'll, be, he'll be able to have like the the hit factor, like be able to make the hits, exactly. but he'll choose not to make the hits, but still be, be very, a, very successful. Yeah, exactly. And he'd be respected. And, and he's with Naomi Osaka. Osaka. Yeah, then that's, that's huge. Shout, yeah, yeah, shout out to Corday, bro. Shout. I'm just, I'm just watching. He's I'm still winning, peeping. man. Osaka's he's winning. great. I'm still peeping. She's my favorite tennis player now. Yeah. But, but yeah. um yeah um he gives he gives a plethora of beats here again with all the names I said he's from um um Broward County so he used to work with XXX and Ski Mask okay, which okay. is why he gets Ski Mask a lot which so is why Ski Mask is on and so he often. knows a lot of people in that Florida and Ski Mask does sound great on this right yeah. I'll pay a bit of Thor's Hammer he's produced for Ski Mask three. before too on Ski Mask album so it's not like he knows how to produce for Ski Mask okay I think um I think Ski Mask needs to study uh Buster Rhymes. Mm, that would help him a lot. Yeah. yeah. That would help him a lot. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. If he did that, yikes. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Interesting. Yeah. Well for this album, so yeah, you get a little bit of everything, like I said. Um I didn't think the second half was as good as the first half. I feel like he did it on purpose, though. He put all his big names in the first half. Definitely. And then the second half was kind of the who, but <laughs> it wasn't too bad. It didn't need to be 17 songs. It could have been like 12. Um, some, yeah, like I said, some good songs, some good artists. Some, some pairings are really good, like Cordain and Ski Mask on the soda. Overall, it was better than I expected. Um, and there was, I didn't skip any song really and truly. Actually, no, I might have skipped like one or twice. I might have skipped one or two. But it kept my attention for the most part. Like I, didn't, I wasn't bored listening to this album. Not mad at that. Yeah, there we go. Shout out to DJ Scheme family. Um, okay, I guess I'll talk about Raheem real quick. So Raheem came out with an EP called, or a project, 
Uh, why am I trying to title them? Came out with a project <laughs> called I Knew Better. Uh, this one's nine songs at 27 minutes. The best way to describe this album, just period, and then I will play some song, uh, some song playback. It's that kind of toxic breakup type of R&B. Mm, um, that's my shit. Very slow. Shit. It doesn't really <laughs> speed itself up. Very slow. Uh, the type of R&B where there's like reflecting and re- reliving a relationship that kind of mm. once was or what's the direct post-relationship impact of what just happened yeah different things like that um i'll play a few examples of that actually i'll just read some song titles first you don't love me drunk text sorry you love me <laughs> which is more toxic <laughs> uh drunk text wow who is he wow um yeah, magic city magic city red light okay and what well, we doing at the yeah, red light babe you know what i'm saying I know this is gonna be my late I, I, I love this shit so i'll play a bit of you love me which is track one yeah so you're getting that bpm mm-hmm. <laughs> uh track three is called twos i'll play a bit of that one twos two twos the guy in the red is supposed to be a really good prospect to me he don't look that impressive he doesn't (laughs) i'll tell you that much he does not holy shit he's probably gonna win but he don't look that good to me um track four is called who is he who? Oh, come on, who you, how are you gonna ask that? <laughs> Toxic. I'm turning tables out. You are the better scars, but we went to war. I've been playing doctor. Who is he? Who is he to you? Who is he? Who is he to you? That's a good question. That's some toxic ass motherfucking shit. Um, I enjoy this album a lot vocally. And that's one thing that I noticed a lot about this one was that I was really happy with Raheem's vocal display on it. I don't really know Raheem the artist in terms of his catalog. Um, But again, one of those names where, you know, you know, there's some value there just based on who you've seen talk about him. Um, so I enjoyed it. I knew better. I want to definitely give that more spins and, and spend some t- more time with that. I'm definitely not in that frame of mind mentally. So I think that might limit how many times I listen to this thing. But um, yeah, no, it's decent. It's real decent for sure. Rahim, I knew better. Uh, let's move on to Amine. We talked about, uh, we might have to talk about Blast real quick. Shaynor, we talked about Soldier Boy. We talked about raheem dj scheme mm-hmm. yeah blast dylan you listened to blast yeah i did um, so this one uh no love lost the deluxe so the six songs that were added to this project were added to the end right, just the way you don't the like project, it just the way i don't like it <laughs> um although i thought to myself yo it's pretty easy to tell where the new songs are because it was added to the end so yeah. i mean i appreciated how easy it was but i i do still prefer them at the beginning right um i mean the only thing i i will say is this and i, and I guess i'll let you uh take a majority of the conversation though i came in this week expecting to talk about blast in my rotation segment because mm. mm-hmm. you had mentioned them i think two episodes ago if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. and i'm like yo that album cover looks like an album i should be listening to 
right? It's my <laughs> album, Art Matters. Oh, um, and I was like, this is pretty good. I'm going to come talk about this on the pod. This is pretty good. Uh, listening to this in my rotation. Gave it two or three spins. Enjoyed it. I was like, okay, okay. And then the deluxe version, I was like, oh, okay. Now we have to talk about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I enjoyed it. I mean, um, track nine, which is the first song off of the deluxe, because the first one was a very short eight-song EP. Um, I enjoyed it. I mean, it was kind of like that cool type of rapping. Um, you know what it would be? It would be the definition of melodic rap. Mm-hmm as we were talking about a lot of crap. Um, last week. Let me put a little bit of that one. If I can find it, of course. No Love Lost Deluxe. Track number nine. Back was on ropes last year, but we back on. Thought we lost hope last year. It ain't last long. Of course, I've been through hell and back. Ain't no need to mention that. Ain't no need to mention me recording with my son on lap. For all the times I couldn't afford it, I gotta order that. I wouldn't call that a lot of crap. I would I it's, think that's where the line teeters. That's that's just regular that's, rap. That's, yeah. that's rap, but he does that's do melodies, though. He does a lot of melodies. Yeah, I do believe he does melodies, but I, that right there, I would not that part specifically. Mm-hmm. I that's that's just like rapping on a chill on low okay, on a low on a low five beat track. That's true. What about track twelve, chosen featuring Ty Dolla Sign? <laughs> What does Ty Dolla Sign really rap? This Ty. That's Ty. That's Ty. Oh, you're right. Yeah. That's Ty. Oh, like, yo, that's not Ty. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is a lot of crap. Yeah, this is a lot of crap. 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 But it's, I don't know. That's a t- so hard to like distinct, like distinguish between melodic rap and just singing mm-hmm. in it's general. True. Yeah, no, it's true. That sounds fire though. This guy sounds the, he's, fire. He's blast. really fucking good. Yeah, pretty good, man. Uh, to me, the way that I looked at him was, um, to me, again, if we talk about the the, the spectrum of yeah. hip hop from pure R and B to pure rap to everyone in between, melodic rap, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. If so, this side is R and B, right? This side is rap. If Ty Dolla Sign is here. Here, mm-hmm. Blast is right here. Be a little no, bit, wait, hold on. Yeah, a little if Ty Dolla Sign is here, Blast is right here. Yeah, more on the rap side. I would say yeah. That's, that's it. That's very accurate. Same lane, same beats. Not same. Let me not say that. Yeah, but similar. 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 Beats, Let me correct similar. myself. Similar lane, similar beats. I feel like they have almost a similar subject matter. Uh, to some degree, I yeah. feel like they could be played in similar settings. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, with Blast, you're getting more of a a rap feel. Maybe mm-hmm. again. Yeah. This is me exploring the artist for the first time, so maybe you can speak to it better. I mean, this I I just recently started like not re- like I heard a couple tracks before. I think that's when I brought it up, but like this is my first time actually going through the whole entire album, mm-hmm. and he, I think his like like it's like a Drake take for me. Like I like him better singing than he does than he, when he's rapping. Mm. Like I feel like he's, I'm not mad at that. You know what I mean? Like I feel I'm like he gets that. more into details. The rapping of, like, is like very IDK like. It's good. It's, but it's good, like, but it's like meh. Like I feel, I feel, I, like I feel rapping. the music more when he starts to sing. Like you can feel like the the texture. You can feel like mm-hmm. the the content a little bit more when he sings it. Um, what track was I listening? To? The Ty Dolla Sign track is super crazy. I think that's my standout track. I think he has a record with Dom Kennedy as well Dom that I really Kennedy. like. I think there's a track where he has like a Young Thug flow. I can't remember which track it was. I should have wrote it down, but it has like I sort of got it. it Might have been Young Thug even. <laughs> it's <laughs> not that track. good, eh? I think like, I know which one you're talking about. Let me play the Dom. I don't think it's the Dom one, but let me try that one. But this is. Ah, he's not fire. 
And he's from he's from New York apparently. I thought, oh, he, was, I thought he was from West Coast. Hey, it yeah, like... it sounds like he would be from West Coast. Um, yeah, I don't know that Young Thugs esque flow, but I know exactly what you're talking about because I did think about that same thing. I'm like, bro, I thought it was Young Thug, but I checked the feature. It's like there's no features. It's him. You know, oh, wow. you know what it might be. I feel like it's wrong or right. Track thirteen. Try it. Give it a go. You guys sold me on this album, right? Yeah. And like, it sounds so West Coast. I don't know who's produced, like, who produced on this, but like, every single track has that kind of bounce to it. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. even like the having the Dom Kennedy and the yeah. and the title sign features yeah. on it, like, boosted a little bit more. So it's not it's a great fucking album, man. I don't know where this guy came from or what he's been doing the past couple years, like, but it's good. He's gonna Fire. be a, a main staple in music for a long time, I think. I agree I like with it. that. I definitely agree with that take. Um, so let's get to, uh, I suppose, our feature project of the week. I, I, I what suppose. What is it? Uh, Rico, Rico Nasty. Nasty. Oh God. Rico Nasty. Nightmare Vacation. Ugh. Um. Uh, yeah, that's my that's my <laughs> nightmare vacation. This is what we're doing to Rico Nasty. Track Damn. one was like, track one came on some Rico Rico typical shit. typical Rico. This one's called Candy. Track number two is called uh, Don't Like Me featuring Don Tolliver and Gucci Mane. Shout out Don Tolliver. And she switched Tolliver. up. And honestly, Don Tolliver, actually, I'm, I'm starting to fuck with him a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm starting to like I him. I thought so. It, was like, it doesn't make sense that you don't. Um, she switched it up. She though. switched it up a lot. I don't love her switching it up. I liked I it. I appreciate her switching it up. <laughs> I liked it. Uh, and this one definitely sounded like a Gucci record before I knew Gucci was on mm. it. I was like, yo, this is like a Gucci type. And then, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I wasn't okay. mad at it. Okay, I, I liked it. I liked that a lot. That I, I like I like yelling Rico. I, I, and then after this is when I got tired of Rico. Like everything <laughs> else in this album, I was just like, nope, no, no. So if you want to know a typical Rico sound beyond track one, um, track three is called "Check Me Out." I think that's a very good example of what Rico usually sounds like. So I'll play a bit of that one. Yeah, type of beat already. Yeah, man, so she, you know, she yells a lot. Okay. She yells a lot on the records. Um, track number five is called Shut the Fuck Up, or I should say STFU. And uh, it gives me video game vibes. I actually think it uses a sample from Mario. I just don't know which fucking game it is. I feel like it's Mario for, for Nintendo. <laughs> Mario with the fucking castle scene. Is it? I don't remember. Anyways, let me play that one. Uh, STFU. Mm. Yeah. I know the stage. Okay. It's when it, okay. all the bricks are there and then the black and then you jump up and then, and then the lava. Yeah, it, it's bother it's been bothering me for I guess two days. <laughs> this album didn't come out that long ago. Um yeah man. Uh I, I like that one, it's pretty decent. Track six is called Back and Forth with Amine. Um pretty smooth flow from Amine on this. And actually, you get non-yelling Rico on this. I think by this time, I already stopped listening to this yeah. album. This I is non-yelling Rico. Up. So, it's pretty rare. 
Obviously, I mean a first. I was like, okay, Amine, okay, Amine. And then Rico came on, and I was like, that's not Rico. That sounds like Meg. <laughs> Does it? I, I, I heard I, Meg. I did not hear Meg at all. I heard so. Meg in that whole Interesting. thing. Interesting. Um, what what can I say about Rico Nasty? I mean, uh, clearly the, the room does not love the project here. I don't love the project either. I'm not going to act like I do. What I, what I will say is that I do like and I do appreciate the lane that Rico Nasty is in when it comes to hip-hop. Sure. Um, especially women in hip-hop specifically. She almost gives me kind of like rock and roll mixed with hip-hop like we know hip-hop mm -hmm. came from black people and is in our dna to some degree um i feel like she has that approach in in how she does hip-hop she has a style where like i really want to go to a rico live a rico nasty show that would oh, be yeah. interesting she does yeah. have that energy like her music is all energy like you know it's going to be energy in there yeah so I, i'm very curious about what a live rico nasty show would look like um again on this album she's staying to her predominant style but she is sprinkling the non-yelling Rico, the the you know the the Don Toliver sounding Rico. Mm -hmm. So she is introducing different types of flows, and you have to appreciate that from an artist growth perspective. Um, basically, I, I think with Rico, you know, she showing that she's here to stay, right? And and very much like Shane Noir, it's not even necessarily about where you are on the depth chart if there is a list mm -hmm. that somebody makes, but it's more so to say I'm in a subgenre of hip hop, I stick to the subgenre of hip hop, I like the subgenre, I'm here to stay and I make quality music in this subgenre of hip hop. So yeah. um you know Rico Nasty, some will like it, some will not. This one's called Nightmare Vacation. Uh, I do think it's worth a listen, worth uh, an explore and then from there just kind of make your mind up. You know what I'm saying? Shut up, um, Rico Nasty. No doubt definitely so let's let's finish off that music potpourri let's ask the question what is in your rotation whoever wants to look. go first i will go first sure because my rotation is not it's not that deep it will surprise you um so the hustle continues by juicy j i'm not surprised that's that's what's good that, that sounds gonna end <laughs> in my year. So it'll surprise you like juicy j i'm not surprised what are you talking uh about? welcome to all block by um, King Vaughn. Still not surprised. Uh, the Search by NF. <laughs> Still not surprised. <laughs> uh, Life is a Dark Rose by um, Lost Skies. Had to bring that back. That's from oh, 2017. Shit. I am surprised. I have to say. And, um, oh, 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 look. That guy had the biggest fall off from, like, your most listened artist he, list. He really did. Because, uh, honestly, he came out with his, like, his second album. It was just trash. It was trash, and, like, It was just shit. Uh, made in Tokyo. Um, Never Forgotten. I listened to a bunch of songs from that. Ty Dollar Sign featuring Ty Dollar Sign. It's not my favorite album of the year, but I'm missing some songs from that. And that's it. My rotation was small and tight. That's it. Pause. Okay. Pause. Um, I got the Amanda tape by They. Mm, fire. I, I put someone onto that. I had to go back to it because like I forgot how good that I Wale song that was. Tape period and the Wale record. The Wale yeah, record. I really okay. like that song, so I went back and listened to the whole album. Um, Opia Savannah Ray still in rotation. That's yep. my shit right now. Um, Reasonable doubt. Uh, Jay-Z, of course, because it's for his birthday, you know, so I had to. Uh, Alt Therapy, Emmanuel, The Hustle Continues, CB5, 
Um, that's it. An oasis, o- oasis. Sorry for the English-speaking people. <laughs> oasis <laughs> by J Balvin and Bad Bunny. That's funny. Oasis. Oasis. Um, my rotation. I listen to Alfredo by uh, Freddie Gibbs. I listen to Spilligion by Spillage Village. Just lost my tracking here. I listened to Ambition by Wale. I was just mm, definitely fire. in that mood. I think that's my favorite Wale album at this mm. point. Um, I was listening to, as I mentioned earlier, No Love Lost by Blast. I also listened to Opia by Savannah Ray as well. Uh, I listened to In My Lifetime Volume 1 by Jay-Z. Again, speaking of Jay-Z for his birthday. Uh, I bumped... American Gangster by Jay-Z as well. And yeah, that's kind of it, man. The rotation's getting a little tighter. I gotta, I want to increase my music listenership next year for sure. Uh, yeah. I didn't listen to a, a lot of music this year the way I want to, the way I normally do. So it is what it is. Let's get off that music, though. Let's get into the post potpourri. Oh, can, can I do a shout out? Last shout out of the day. Absolutely. Yeah, shout out. Yo, shout out Hybrid Garb. Um, everybody go follow them on, on Instagram at hybrid underscore garb. Shout out to Omar. Jeez. Rest in peace, Jamar. Yes, sir. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody go show some love. Black-owned business. Hey. You already know what Shout it is. Shout out to Hybrid Grub. You know the vibes. You know my body. You know my vibes. <laughs> Jeez. Perfect timing. Yeah. Watch full of diamonds, yeah. This guy is struggling. You know the vibes. They're both struggling. You know the but vibes. I mean, like, this prospect guy. Like, Reddit, yeah, Reddit. Now that he told me he's a prospect, I look at him with a different eye. I'm like, oh, you hey. looking basic, bro. You look kind of basic. Might catch him just now, though. Boom. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uppercut. Oh, uh, yeah, post I forgot. You know oh, the no. vibes. Forgot we got a show to do. You know the vibes. What do we got? NBA. We got? You know the vibes. NBA. It's just NBA. That's all you wrote. NBA. Uh, what did I... I don't even oh, know. they're stopping their random marijuana test. Yes. Hey. NBA is... NBA suspends random marijuana testing for 2021... Oh, 2020... Uh, the 2020-2021 season. Um, Steven Jackson would have been happy. Wait, didn't they just uh, decriminalize? Federally? No, they're they're mm. a, the Republicans uh, put a bill forth to oh. talk about it or something. Got you. But it's interesting. It, that is interesting nonetheless as well. But uh, yeah, man, NBA suspends that. Um, I guess my question is, how many players do you think will play high? Play high? Twenty percent. Less than twenty percent. Less than ten yeah. percent. Less than ten percent actually. I just think a lot of them take it so seriously. But a lot like, of them do smoke weed. Yeah. And I think a lot of them play high. I actually don't think a lot of them play. I feel like, like, like if I'm LeBron high. and you come to my team, you come to game high, you're out, my team, like, yo, get the fuck out. Like, you're not playing high. Like, the fuck out of here. Like, yeah. Some people, like, 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 people like LeBron, AD, Steph, KD, be... they take this shit seriously. Yeah, like, this is their life. Now, if you are the Charlotte Hornets <laughs> and you're Malik Monk. Oh, yo, I'm, I'm out here. <laughs> yeah. I'm out here on court during the break. No, hold up. Time out? I'm not like this. It. <laughs> it's all-star break. And yeah. your record is 13 and 30. Damn. I'm on the sidelines like this, bro. They <laughs> pen on the sideline? They have a joint going on in the sidelines. Oh, my God. Damn. Um, versus. <laughs> Malik Monk. <laughs> versus. I was going to say Lamelo, but not too much limelight. Yeah. Uh, Malik's versus, a good example. <laughs> versus it's official. The paperwork is in. Mm. It's a legendary ladies' night on mm-hmm. Saturday, December 12th. With none other than Ashanti queen. and Keisha Cole. Another hey. queen. They're both Libras. Mmm. Mm. Right? Battle of the Libras. Shit. Who is the better Libra? Um, Was that the Libra skill? Is that the skill? I don't, I don't know, bro. I don't know nothing it's, about it's Libras. A Libra, it's a Libra oh, skill. Oh, shit. I know that because of a Lil Wayne song. 
He says, I don't know, I'll weigh you on a Libra scale. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Damn. Shout out to so, teaching me English. Who do we got, man? <laughs> who, who do we got in this battle? Just real quick. Bruh. Shanti or Keisha? Bruh. Off the top, on point. That was like, off the top. I was gonna say Ashanti, but like Keisha got some. Joints. I, I'm not surprised if I think about it and do some research and I find I change Yo, my she mind. Plays, Never knew what I was missing. But I'm foolish. I'm foolish. No, I think uh, Keisha Cole would win that round. To be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bagger. Last night. I I didn't didn't got an That's a super bad. That's a bagger. Rain on me. Was. Oh shit. I told you twice. <laughs> you can see it in my eyes. That's a big record. Are you crazy? I got. I don't know. I, I've been in love with Keisha since like grade um, grade eight, grade nine. I can't remember. Ashanti also has the uh, the J Lo record. What, what about that Sean Paul record with Keisha? <laughs> that's a bagger. Did you have that record with um? That's a bagger. With Kanye and um. Oh no no that's wrong. The one with the game. The one with the game, uh, yes. Cole in the game. That was a yes. banger. What's that called? I'm forgetting something. Uh, and these are just the features, not even her own solo yeah, songs. Like, Very true. No, we know Keisha Cole got a lot. Of and that's what I'm saying. Off the top, I'm saying Ashanti, but if I do some research into it... Ashanti, Ashanti just has bigger hits, though. That's an interesting thing. thing that was brought up... Arguably. ...is that... Uh, and, and maybe you tell me how you feel about this. I wonder if we're going to get more Jante or more Neo, if you get the reference here. They are both songwriters as yeah, well. Yeah, true. That's true. Neo didn't play records that he wrote. Mm. He played records that he did. Well, that's yeah. what he should be. And obviously, and he should do that. I agree with that. And lost to John Austin as a result of that, even but though I, I thought I sorry, gave him man. points for that. Yeah. So I'm curious if you are Keisha Cole or Ashanti. Hits. My hits. Are you your playing hits. song written hits? Yeah, you have to because I didn't Ashanti do actual vocals for J Lo. Like yes. J Lo ended up not doing vocals yeah. for one of the songs I can't remember. Mm hmm. I forgot what it's called, but the one with Cadillac Tie. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever song that is, like she actually did the vocals for it. So I think she should be able to do that. I think it's a close battle. I think uh, whoever wins wins. I'd it's, love to be in that it's room. It's a 12-8 type I, love of thing. I want to be in that room. It's one of those where um you know, I I can see a split decision win for for either for either person. Mm -hmm. I can see some people. I don't see the score going beyond 12-8 in either direction. And I think it's just going to be difference of opinion that has you 12 8, 11 9, 10 10. Also, performance as well. Yeah. That's a big factor That's in a true. lot of these verses. I don't even know who's going to win the performance. Yeah. Damn. I haven't, I haven't seen Keisha I'm recently, here for both of them. Shit, I've been in love with Keisha for a long I'm time. I'm here for both. Same. <laughs> I'm here for both of them. With the red, what she had, the, the red hair with the, was it like half red and half blonde or something like that? It was half red, half blonde. That was like, red, oh, half that blonde. was like, oh, eight, oh, six, oh, seven. Bad. When she had the reality show. Yeah. Come on, I was watching that. Yeah. Um, do we have anything else for a uh, random post-popery? Um, Jeremiah, Jeremiah's out of the hospital with COVID. Oh, okay. shout out to Jeremiah. Him. Good yeah. for him. Let's give him a round of applause there. He was in the hospital for like a month. Yeah, he oh, was on shit. like ventilator and yeah, like, he was real, like critical real condition. Yeah. Oh, shit, serious. So he, he beat COVID. He's out. Good. That's good. Good for him. Um, okay. So I guess before we close off the show, uh, we're going to do some fight predictions after they happened. Um, so I have two fights to quickly talk about here. Pretty big boxing fight on two days ago from you listening to this podcast. Uh, Arrow the Truth Spence versus Danny Garcia. This is a two, two of the top five, let's say, fighters in the 147-pound division. 147. Um, Errol so Spence is a pound-for-pound -pound fighter uh, mm -hmm. on top five, top six on a lot of pound-for-pound -pound fighter lists right now. And we know that there's a, a really big fight that's pending 
between Errol Spence and not only Manny Pacquiao, who he has mentioned out loud that he wants to fight, oh, um, but also with Terence Crawford as well. And that's supposed to be sort of who is really pound for pound once those two fight. That being said, Errol Spence is coming off of uh, not an injury, but more of uh, like his life was in danger. Like he got into an accident, oh, broke through the windshield, like was oh, really fuck. real bad condition. Um, and he's fighting Danny Garcia by saying, I don't need a tune-up fight. I'm willing to fight that yeah. guy who has an 89 rating on 2K. Again, just <laughs> to bring some... some or I'll give Danny Garcia like an 88. Let me not say 88. Or 87. Like an 87. Like an 87 rating guy. I'm willing to take on him. I'm not... I don't need a tune-up fight. I'm going to take on the, the, the top of the division, the cream of the crop. Um, a lot of people think Garcia could win based on spence not being 100 percent, not taking a tune-up fight etc uh but i do think spence will just kind of be too much i just think that the skill level is too high when it comes to spence and i think that he wouldn't take on top talent if he didn't feel like or if he didn't know he was ready for it mm. he would have took taken that tune-up had he felt like he needed it sure so i think i'm, I'm gonna bet on him trusting himself uh, i think spence is gonna win i think spence is gonna win a decision because garcia is extremely tough i have not seen danny garcia be hurt mm-hmm. um so yeah this is gonna be an entertaining fight but spence by decision on that one and then second fight i won't spend too much time on this at all because it's not a big fight but it is the main event of ufc two days ago from you, li- you listening to this podcast marvin vittori versus jack hermanson five round <laughs> fight <laughs> five round fight so cardio is going to be a factor here and hermanson technically has the advantage in a five round scenario but i do think uh, marvin vittori is going to be too much i think hermanson's main strength which is wrestling is negated by a really good ability for marvin vittori to stop takedowns from happening and i think marvin vittori on the feet is just way too much and is going to give hermanson a hard time on the feet wouldn't be surprised if Vittori wins by knockout in that one, but I think Vittori is a pretty comfortable pick there as well. Um, if nothing else, please, 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 cue that music. <coughs> I, I, I gave him time. I gave him Woo. time. Jeez. I gave him time. Because with that being said, that will take us to the ends, the unfortunate ends of another episode of the True North Views view podcast a number of topics that we have discussed today greatly appreciate if you guys do one favor for us please 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 continue that conversation by telling a friend to tell 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 a friend a friend tell a friend please it's a very simple experiment it's six degrees of separation we found out we're two degrees from steph curry yes sir so that means where i just saw steph curry on facetime with obama so we're three degrees we're three degrees from obama yeah we're two from steph i just remember that the problem is that would mean we're four from trump but hey, hey man, it is what it is. We it is six degrees. It's true. Now as usual, I go by the name of Harris. Del Dot. Skirt Master, Mr. Triple Double himself, zero assists, ceiling seventy mil from the TTC. You can call me just Shola. Uh please, please, I guess before we officially sign off, just tell them that number one rule. Watch out for the wastemans. Watch out for the motherfucking wastemans. Something to be reckoned with. 
Um, it's Trinity's podcast. It's Trinity's podcast episode 133. It's Trinity's podcast episode 123. Peace. We out. I am starving.